the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Rosca Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Rosca Jr. Hello, everyone. I'm George Rosca. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 44 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the increasing likelihood, Mark, that the Biden administration is actually behind the effort by the Department of Justice to label and investigate parents concerned about the public schools. And they've labeled us as domestic terrorists. That's right, George. You know, very recently, there's been some new evidence uh, that's been made public that paints a very ominous picture of White House collusion and deception. So we want to talk about that today. And I think to start, we should probably, because we've discussed this this news item before, um, but it's probably worthwhile to give some background information for some context. So let's go back a little bit, and we'll start with um, uh, last year, mm-hmm. where uh, parents who were concerned when they found out, particularly back east in Virginia, in Loudoun County, that critical race theory was being pushed on their children, they became upset about it. And uh, they started going to school board meetings. And it got publicized because uh, apparently some of the, the parents got a little bit exercised and voices were raised. And uh, it became a news item back yeah. there. Of course, Virginia is very close to Washington, D.C., so it, it just makes sense that it got some, some news exposure. But the, the thing that really made um, it, it take off with the national news is that there was a gentleman uh, whose daughter uh, went to the, the little girl's room and she was molested by a young man who identified as a girl. That was his gender orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently uh, he, he got ec- excited by her. He molested her in, in the restroom. And the father obviously was very distraught over this and made uh, a little bit of a you know, what the, what they thought was a scene at this school board meeting. Well, that's because the school board was trying to hide it. They were trying to hide it. And uh, th- this poor gentleman was tackled by the police on yeah. the floor. They, they drug him out. I mean, it was, you know, uh, no charges were ever filed against him. It was a very sad affair. But anyway, this this news went national. And uh and, and then it became obvious that parents across the country were doing the same thing in school board meetings. They were protesting against critical race theory being taught without their knowledge, mm-hmm. without their permission um, to, to their children. Well, um, in late September, um, I, I can't remember the exact date, 
The National School Board Association ostensibly sent a letter to President Biden asking him to take some kind of action to look into these terrible parents who are threatening uh, school board members. In fact, I'll read you from the letter itself. The NSBA specifically solicits the expertise and resources of the U.S. Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, U.S. Secret Service, and its National Threat Assessment Center. Say what? They All of these uh, uh, federal agencies they wanted to enlist to essentially investigate and go after parents who are simp- simply expressing their God-given and constitutional rights to be represented at school board meetings, even if their voices were raised on occasion. Yeah. Moreover, George, they went on to request that the Patriot Act be brought in as a vehicle to go after these parents. Um, j- just by way of reminder, Congress enacted the Patriot Act after 9-11 to stop future foreign terrorist acts against our country. And a terrorist act was defined as an unlawful act of violence or acts dangerous to human life intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population or to affect the conduct of government by, quote, mass destruction, assassination or kidnapping. Neither of which parents were doing. I don't think so. (laughs) And yet the National School Board Association wrote this letter asking for the full force and armament of the federal government to to go after and use every tool at its disposal to basically quiet parents, to to chill their free speech. So once they wrote that letter, then the Biden administration somehow – uh, I think at record speed, because I, I don't know if government can move that fast, at record speed provided a one-page response. Exactly. Within four days of the NSB letter going to the, the Biden administration, the Department of Justice issued its response letter, basically doing everything that the NSBA asked them for, yeah. mobilizing the entire federal government to weaponize um, uh, its agencies to go after parents. Um, And that's still in force, George. It's never been rescinded. So, you know, parents are on notice. Uh, Shortly after this happened, though, there was a discovery. um, And this discovery was um, uh, made made public. Um, In fact, the New York Post and several other outlets published this story along with Parents Defending Education, that apparently um, Merrick Garland, who is our Attorney General's daughter, is married to the co-founder of an education company funded by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. This company is called Panorama Education, a company that collects social and emotional data from students in grades K through 12, ostensibly to be used in critical race theory uh, curriculums and social and emotional learning curriculums. So here, you know, uh, you can decide for yourself how direct the linkage is. But there certainly is a linkage with our attorney general and what's going on in the school system and the letter that the NSB, NSBA sent and their response. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- this was absolutely horrific. When I found out, I, re- I remember this is, you know, early October. Um, I would I was just thinking, imagine if this would have been the previous administration and their previous administration's attorney generals, 
you know, daughter and son-in-law would have been embroiled into something like this. Heads would be rolling. And yet here, nothing happened. There'd be Senate investigations yes. to find out who knew what, when, and and where. And, uh, you know, you, there would be no end to the rabbit trail to find out what's going on. So so our partners at Parents Defending Education, they, they, they are really on top of this one because they kept on digging. They're like, something just doesn't smell right here. And so they kept on digging. What what did they uncover? They did. But before we reveal what what, what they uncovered, uh, there was uh, there's other organizations and people that were digging into this as well, including a gentleman called Reed Rubenstein, who's a, an attorney with America's First Legal. And he was one of the first to publicize the, the fact that there was evidence that officials in the Biden administration at the White House were having discussions with members of the National School Board Association about them writing a letter ostensibly to trigger the federal government's investigation. So it wasn't the NSBA, according to Reed Rubenstein, who originally came up with this idea to ask for help from the federal government to chill parents' constitutional rights. It was the Biden White House who first came up with the idea. So they were just using and hiding behind the NSBA so that way they could say, well, wait up, you know, we got an organization that represents 90,000 elected school board members and they're concerned, so we got to do something. That is the allegation that has been made. In fact, uh, the evidence was so compelling to attorney Reed Rubenstein that he asked our inspector general, Michael E. Horowitz, to launch a formal investigation into these facts and to see if it was true. Now, that investigation, to my knowledge, has never been mounted. Mm-hmm. So it, it's still standing there. But it's just unbelievable, George. Now, Parents Defending Education, one of our partner organizations in Washington, D.C., they do incredible work. Well, they find a, they uh, mounted a series of FOIA requests to, to dig in and find out more about this. And what they discovered was that, um, the NSBA knew about this. There is an email trail that actually proves that, yes, they were contacted by the White House. And the letter that they wrote was indeed in response to requests by people at the White House, including Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. No. So they they weren't smart enough just to pick up the phone and talk to each other. They had to put it in an email. They had to put it in an email. <laughs> Be careful what you write in an email because it, it may get may get discovered. So the NSBA, in an internal memo sent on October 12th, revealed that they had held discussions with White House officials before they sent their letter. Their, their letter. Now, this association, George, represents more than 90,000 school board members in 14,000 public school districts. So it has incredible influence. But, you know, the bottom line in all this, George, is that this is really scary to think that the Biden administration would have a plan, put in motion certain people within its administration, including the education secretary, as a pretext to go after parents and their constitutional rights. And, you know, Mark, one of the things that I've learned is that anytime you have a narrative that you want to stick to, uh, it has to be carefully choreographed. So if you 
want to label parents as domestic terrorists and now now that's your new narrative you know we, we we're human beings um we're you know by by nature uh not organized you know we, we need to be organized there needs to be leadership there needs to be strategy there yeah. needs to be tactics well in order for something like this to have occurred there needs to have been a lot of meetings upon meetings upon strategizing and so I'm really, really proud of Parents Defending Education and, and others who have been digging into this because I think the more they dig, the more they will truly uncover um, who who was behind, which we already know. Uh, I think the evidence already points in that direction. But also the, the level of effort that it took to choreograph this. And in fact, for me, this, you know, this is actually a huge compliment for me as a parent because I feel like uh, my opponent... Um, in this case, the the Biden administration, with you know their whole you know minions, considers me as a parent their number one target, their number one enemy. I I have been validated finally. I have been validated that I am a worthy and formidable opponent to them. I guess you are, George. In <laughs> fact, uh, in the in the words of the NSBA's letter and the response by the Department of Justice, uh, you could be even considered quote a domestic terrorist. Now you know we sort of laugh that off, but this is not this is not something to joke about. No. I mean these are these are very serious, chilling messages that our federal government now is imposing upon our citizenry. The, the, what right is more fundamental than a parent who has children in the public school system to voice their concerns to a, a school board? And yes, sometimes disagreements happened. And yes, sometimes voices are raised. This is what happens in human dialogue. But just because of that, all of a sudden to launch an effort to chill the free speech of an entire citizenry, it's very concerning. And it doesn't stop there, George. Apparently the NEA at some point was brought into this as well. Ooh, that's interesting. Now, now the NEA is the National Educators Association. It's one of the biggest unions in the country. It's extremely powerful when it comes to matters of public education. Um, it is a incredibly potent uh, lobbying force in, in Washington, D.C. And, and around the country. Well, according to Fox News, shortly after the National School Boards Association sent their infamous letter to the White House comparing concerned parents to domestic terrorists and inspiring a Department of Justice memo, the National Education Association sent a similar letter to social media companies urging them to stifle what they called propaganda about critical race theory, which had supposedly stoked a small but violent group of radicalized parents, in their words. Wow. And this happened right at the same time that all of these letters were being distributed. This is just all shocking, shocking parents. Just if, if you have been listening to this, just think about it. Think about the level of effort that is being placed to silence our voices. I mean, couldn't the Biden administration have at least targeted maybe Congress, the Senate, the House of Representatives? They're yelling all the time in their committee meetings to each other. And yet that wasn't an act of domestic terrorism. <laughs> but us going to school board meetings, voicing our concerns over our own children 
is an act of domestic yeah. terrorism. Yeah, and many people like to think that you know the teachers are uh, heroes in our our society, and but but teachers are represented by unions, and people mm-hmm. want to believe that these unions are out for the best interest of our children, the teachers and their organizations, and even the the parents who are paying for public education. But George, as we've seen too often. Uh, the California Teachers Association. This is, uh, you know, the biggest state in the country. It's an incredible, formidable organization. And now the NEA, you know, this letter, this, this news item shows that they do not have the best interest of parents in their minds. That is not what they're trying to promote. In fact, very, very often they view parents as the enemies, a, a force that needs to be resisted. And our audience needs to be aware of that. Well, there's also some very good news as a result of this drama, and um, I think parents will be very happy to know that at least as it pertains to the National School Board Association, as of January 11th, so I, I don't have any more current data than that that I could find, but this is changing on a weekly basis, but as of January 11th, 2022, the NSBA is formed up of state affiliates. Right. So 49 out of 50 states are actually members of the NSBA. So they have their own state affiliate. Out of those 49 state affiliates, 28 have put out a public statement distancing themselves from the NSBA. Say what? Yes. That, that's huge. It that's is. huge. That, that's never happened before. It's amazing. And out of those 28, 19 have actually discontinued membership, participation, or dues to the NSBA. Incredible. And that, that is huge because you, you talk about the different unions that are being used as apparatuses against parental rights and against our children in the public school system. You have school board members, unions, basically. You have teachers' unions. You have superintendents' union. You have school nurses' unions. There are so many unions that I've I've just stopped counting. American Mark. Federation of Teachers. Yeah. And, and so here is just one of those unions that, as a result of some really good work by parents, and organizations like ours, they're 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 targeting these efforts, and they're making these organizations crumble and go to pieces. So, if the NSBA is able to be broken up, I also think that the teachers' unions can be broken up. And there are alternatives to teachers' unions across the country. There's the Christian Educators Association International, which is a wonderful alternative to, you know, run-of-the-mill teachers' unions. It provides all the benefits and more that most teachers' unions provide, and yet they do it from a biblical worldview standpoint. And even for school board members, Arizona actually not just discontinued their membership, they actually, there were a, a group of board members who actually started up a brand new mm. organization for school board members that is more in line with supporting parental rights. So I'm, I'm hoping that every state goes that route. I do too, George. Uh, and it just goes to show that teachers do have alternatives and they need to investigate them. Well, th- this is such an important matter that I want to read a quote by Harry Truman. Uh, a president after World War II, uh, and he presided over our country during the Korean War. And this is what he wrote. Once a government is committed to the principle 
of silencing the voice of opposition. It has only one way to go, and that is down the path of increasing repressive measures until it becomes a source of terror to all its citizens and creates a country where everyone lives in fear. That the Biden administration is eager to bring the weight of federal government upon parents, resisting the cult of wokeism, sweeping our nation's schools is an ill omen and needs to be resisted. Yes, most definitely. So, Mark, we come back here to parents trying to give them some action. You know, they, they listen to everything that's going on, but many of them just don't know, well, what, what can I do? Well, there are a number of things they can do. Number one, urge the resignation of Secretary, Secretary Education Secretary Miguel Cardoza. There have been a number of prominent senators who have done just that. Parents need to raise their voices and do exactly the same thing. This whole thing was a pretext from the White House, and it needs to be further exposed, and he should resign. And, and if they go, if parents go to parentsdefendingeducation.com, there's actually a, there's petition. a petition there. That's a petition there on the, their front page. Sign that. Share that with all of your other family and friends for them to sign it because they want to present as many, you know, hundreds of thousands of, you know, signatures uh, to the various members of Congress that they go to. You can just Google Parents Defending Education and you'll find them. And, and, yeah. and we do urge you to sign that petition. Another thing they can do is urge our Inspector, Inspector General Michael Horowitz and even Mitch McConnell to start a Senate investigation into what really happened at the White House to prompt, to prompt this NSB, this, this letter. Who was involved in it? Questions need to be asked and answered. And then finally, George, parents need to urge the Department of Justice to rescind their October 4th letter and support parental rights. So that's an interesting point there, Mark, because one of the things we, we forgot to mention is that after this whole fallout and within a matter of, I think, like a week, the end, the National School Board Association retracted their letter. They did. But the Department of Justice's response letter to the NSBA, the Department of Justice never retracted their letter. Which makes sense if the federal government, if the Biden administration was the promoter of this in the first place. Exactly. They were just looking for a pretext. Yes. So we, we definitely need this to be rescinded. So uh, parents, please, please, please go onto our website, uh, protectourkidsnow.org, protectourkidsnow.org. And if you want to learn more, we have plenty of information um, in our podcasts are there. Um, We have multiple videos that will educate you on some of these topics. Uh, Share them uh, with your family and friends. We have brochures you can download um, that are easily shareable as well. Um, And we need to continue, continue, continue fighting uh, for our parental rights in the public school system. Indeed. So thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsshow.org. That's info at protectourkidsshow.org.
and join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 